This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C-Story.com. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. There was a young man and woman who were both orphaned, who never really knew who their parents were, and a kind innkeeper who had them working at his inn since they were young children. And when they became late teenagers, the innkeeper suggested that maybe they would marry one another. They were already very good friends, and they knew each other very well after all the years of working together. And they looked at one another, and they said, yeah, you know, the truth is, we really do love one another. We just never thought that we would marry each other. But what a great idea. So the innkeeper said, listen, you worked for me for so many years. The least I can do is pay for the wedding. And he gave them a large sum of money and a little horse and wagon. He said, go off and buy all the things you need for the wedding and come back. We'll get the village together and we'll celebrate your wedding. And so the young couple, they went around and they're heading to a distant village. And along the way, they hear there's some commotion going on, some shouting, screaming. And they take the horse and wagon over there. They say, what's going on? What's going on? And there's the Poritz, the landowner. And he points to this family. And he said, this family owes me so much money. They haven't paid the rent on their tavern in so many years. And the couple, they said, well, how much money do they owe? And the Poritz said, it was a certain sum of money. The couple looks at one another. Because it was exactly the amount of money that the innkeeper had given them to buy all the stuff for their own wedding. They didn't even need to say a word to one another. The future Chatan, he jumps off the wagon, he hands the money to the Poritz, and he says, here you go, free the family. The family looks at the orphans in shock. They say, thank you, thank you, thank you, you saved our lives. The Poritz, he says, wait a minute, let me count the money. Counts it, and it's exactly the amount that he was asking for. And so the couple only has the horse and wagon, and they go back to the innkeeper. Okay, so what are you going to do now? And the couple said, well, we'll just have to go back and work for the innkeeper, save up some money, and we'll buy whatever we need for the wedding whenever the day comes. So they come back and the innkeeper says, no, what happened to the money? And on the way back, they had come up with a plan that they were going to tell him that robbers came and stole the money. They didn't want to say that they gave it away to save some family. The innkeeper might have been furious at them. So the innkeeper said, well, you know, that happens sometimes. And he didn't have the same amount of money. He just had really a little bit of money. He said, well, you know, we'll have... A small, modest wedding, and what are you going to do? So the couple was very happy, and they promised the innkeeper that they would work for him. And he said, no, 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 you're going to get married. You'll go off on your way in life. It's okay. You worked for me for many years, and I'm very grateful for everything you did for me. So they planned the wedding, and all of the Jewish villagers come. And it's a nice wedding. People bring instruments, and they play music. And there isn't so much food, but people are very happy. And they're happy, of course, for the orphan couple. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, comes this wagon filled with Hasidim, and out comes this very distinguished-looking Jew, who happened to be the Baal Shem Tov. But he didn't say anything, and he told his Hasidim not to say anything either. So he comes off the wagon, and the Hasidim are following him. And some people go over and say, Who are you? What are you doing here? And the Baal Shem Tov said, I am the uncle of the Hasin. I'm the uncle of the boy, the orphan boy. And everybody's looking at one another like, What? The uncle? Where did you come from? And then each of the Hasidim 
They introduce each other. One, one was the uncle of the Kala, and another is a cousin, and this one's a cousin, and everyone's somehow related to the Chatan and Kala. And everyone is so happy because here are these two orphans that had grown up without any relatives, and they couldn't believe it that all of a sudden they show up at the wedding. So it brought like a new level of joy to the wedding. And after all the rejoicing was over, the custom in those days was not to actually give the gift at the wedding, but that everyone would go around and announce what they were giving. So this one announced that they were giving a pillow. Another one announced that they were giving a blanket and some socks. Then it came time for the Baal Shem Tov. And the Baal Shem Tov announced, I'm giving this orphan couple the Poritz's village about an hour from here. And everyone knew exactly where that was. And they started laughing because they didn't think that anything like that could possibly happen. I mean, who was this uncle to be giving away the Poritz's village? Then one of the Hasidim said, And I'm giving the mill that's in that village. And then another one said, and I'm giving the inn that's in that village. And one after another, the Hasidim started blessing the Chatan and Kala with all these miraculous things that nobody could ever fulfill. One of the Hasidim said, I'm giving the Poritz's river from the beginning of the river to the end. And then the last Hasid said, and the Poritz's wife, she has a beautiful brooch that she wears all the time. And I'm giving that to the Kala because she's such a beautiful Kala. So everybody has a good laugh. <laughs> and the Hasidim are joyous and they're dancing. And then the wedding's over and everyone goes home. And the Chatan and Kala, they spend the night in the inn. In the morning, the innkeeper said, you know what, you two need to go on your way now. He gave them a tiny bit of money. He gave them a horse and the wagon. He said, you just travel until you figure out what you're going to do with your lives. Thank you so much for all the years you worked for me. It was such an honor to be at your wedding. Mazel tov, mazel tov. And so the Hassan and Kala, they're riding on their horse and wagon, and it's quite cold outside, it starts to snow, and they're covered with a blanket. And even though they don't really have any money, they're very happy with one another. They really love each other. And they're holding one another as they're traveling in the snow. And deep in the forest, they see what they think in the distance is a little boy. They look at one another. Could it be? Is it, is it really a boy? And so they take the horse and wagon closer, and they see, yeah, it's a young boy who's sitting on the road, covered in snow, freezing to death. So they pick him up, they put him in the wagon, and they say, where are you from? But the boy's teeth are chattering. He's so cold, he can't even talk. So they just cover him, and then they light a fire, and they warm him up, and they heat up some water for him, and they give him something warm to drink. And eventually, all these horses and riders come over, and the horses stop, and they say, Who are you, and what are you doing with this boy? So the Chatan and Kala, they said, Look, we were just riding along, and we saw him covered in snow sitting here by the road. And so they took the boy, and they said, Wow, you have no idea. You probably saved his life. Who are you too? They said, Look, we're just an orphan couple. We just got married, and we're heading on our way, and we really don't have any place to go. So the head of the group, he said, Come with me. I'm going to just give you a place to stay for the night. So they come. They follow him and all the horses and all the riders, and of course the boy. And they come to the Poritz's mansion, this huge castle. And they make a special room for them. And the Chatan and Kala sleep in the room. The next morning, the Poritz, he comes to them and he said, I want you to know that I had the doctors check my son. And if it wasn't for you, they said he would have died. In the snow, he would have frozen to death. You saved my son's life. Tonight I'm giving a party and I want you to come. We're all going to celebrate what you did for my son. 
So the Chatan and Kala, they shrug their shoulders and they say, sure, you know, the innkeeper told us to go wherever Hashem's going to take us. So obviously this is where Hashem is taking us right now. There's this beautiful party at night. Of course, there wasn't any kosher food, so the couple didn't really eat anything. They had some fruits, they had some water. And when everybody's had a bit to drink and the meal is now well on its way, the poet stands up and he said, I want to thank this couple here for saving my son. And I can't think of a better gift to give them than my village, about an hour where they came from. But the couple looks at one another and they realize that's the village. That's the village that the Baal Shem Tov had promised them. Now, they didn't know he was the Baal Shem Tov, so they thought it was their uncle who they'd never met, but it was the exact village. And then one of the other landowners, not wanting to be outdone by the Poritz, he said, you know what? I own the mill in the Poritz's village, and I'm giving this couple the mill. So the couple, they look at one another, the mill. We got the village, we got the mill. Then another one says, I'm giving them the inn that's in the village. And another one says, I'm giving them the Poritz's river from the beginning to the end. And then the Poritz's wife, who was watching this whole thing, she takes the brooch off of her dress. It's a beautiful diamond with gemstones. And she puts it on the kala. She said, I never saw such a beautiful kala as you. Here you go. Congratulations on your wedding. And so the couple left with all of these riches. They went from being these poor orphans that had absolutely nothing to being so wealthy. They owned an entire village and a forest and a mill and uh, the brooch and the river and everything they never could have imagined owning so much, just like all of the wedding guests had promised them. And about a year later, the Baal Shem Tov came to that village. Now this couple, they weren't really sure to do it themselves. They owned all this property. They owned an entire river and they could tax people that were riding on the river. So they decided to open their inn for Achnasat Ochim, for hosting people for free. And anyone who was traveling was welcome to stay there and get a kosher meal. So the Baal Shem Tov comes into the inn and the couple looks at one another and they say, Uncle, where have you been? And the uncle comes in and he said, I want you to know that I'm the Baal Shem Tov. And the reason that me and my Hasidim gave you that blessing was because you saved that family with your wedding money. And in the merit of saving that family, and you did it with complete faith, and you had no idea what was coming your way, we were able to give you these blessings and manifest this abundance in this world so that you could have what you really deserved. And that's why you ended up getting the village, the mill, the inn, the river, and everything else. And I'm very happy to see that with your wealth, you opened up this inn for Achnasat Ochim. He blessed the couple that they should always have Shalom Bayit, that they should have healthy children, that they should always serve Hashem besimcha with joy, and always remember that the wealth came from Hashem, and that it's there to help their fellow Jews.
la la la. 